0: Three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Strategy Sprints podcast. We are going to Miami today. I'm your host, Simon Severino, and my guest is a coach who partners with CEOs and leaders in the startup and venture capital ecosystem. On their journey of scaling their companies and culture, predominantly focusing on Series A companies, looking to scale up, she supports her clients to navigate the challenges of fast growth. Welcome, everybody, Vania Lazzarova.
1: Thank you so much. So happy and excited to be here with you today.
0: Yes, we are excited to be in Miami.
1: Trust me, this is the best The the best place to be right now, in my opinion, and I'm enjoying it fully. The sun is shining. The ocean is great. Yeah, happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Cool cool to be with you in Miami. And we will talk how to hire and why to hire an an amazing team and how to create the foundations for scaling up. But first, what are you currently creating?
1: Yeah, these are these are great topics. Great questions. So currently, I'm playing with an idea. um, And I'm partnering with someone uh, that is a part of a VC firm. And in our partnership, we're creating a, a CEO support group. So it's going to be peer groups, eight to 10 people, very small scale, so that we can just really create a space for CEOs to meet with other CEOs and bring challenges, opportunities, ideas to the table, and we can solve them all together in a facilitated manner. So her and I will facilitate these myself as a coach, and she'll advise on fundraising um, as a part of a a firm. Uh, She has a lot to say and a lot of great advice to give um, to find those founders from that perspective. But I'm excited because I hear a lot about... um, you know, that type of support being very important these days. And a lot of my clients are also talking about, um, they're asking me questions like, well, what is this other client saying about this? Well, What what would you say your other clients are saying about this? And so it seems like they benefit so much from just that peer uh, connection, Um, just with somebody that is on the same stage, building a similar company, and also on the same stage in the journey. So, it's really relevant. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for this. We're, we're probably going to launch next month. We're kind of looking through, um, um, ironing out some details and um, yeah, just putting the groups together, but it's exciting.
0: Absolutely. The Buddhists say it is uh, Buddha, Dharma and Sangha. You need three <laughs> things for learning. So okay. um, Buddha is yourself. You, you have everything you need in theory. Mm-hmm. Then you have the, the teacher or teaching which is the dharma but then you have the sangha which it's is the, the community. Community yes
1: so yes the, the journey i really like that I, I really like what you're saying because it's so true the community is very important yeah.
0: absolutely yeah well, we also run a community this um, on on facebook with 750 people And uh, Mm -hmm. I I really enjoy asking my questions, uh, sharing what's not working, what's working. It's really important because as an entrepreneur, you have 17 different decisions to take every day, who to hire, who to fire, uh, what to pay, uh, what to improve, what to not to do. Should I go on Clubhouse or not?
1: (laughs) The big question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's great. I think yes. i've joined the community on on facebook so i'm excited to connect with with everyone there as well
0: super cool and so tell us a little bit about how we should structure our our decision-making process around hiring
1: oh well hiring is and and specifically when when you're scaling your company this is what i i, I guess like i could talk to you since i'm kind of getting into into the journey at that stage Um, post-series A is what happens uh, when you, you know, close that round. And then the next step is really to start scaling and growing the company. And so it's really important then to surround yourself with a really strong management team, because that is going to help you grow um, every department. And it's going to really give you that foundation to, to grow the company. And I see if, um, if, people are hiring, CEOs are hiring um, without much intention, then challenges start to arise after. So I think, I think these are the first, uh, the first steps to, to really do think about who are the people that I want to surround myself uh, with and what are their skill sets? What are they bringing to the table? And are they good? People leaders, And I think that is also an important uh, question to ask because you can hire a great technical person, um, but if they're not able to build a team, then it could be really challenging for you to actually um, get get work done. Um, so the foundational structure in the beginning is, is extremely important to just really think about process, really thinking about how can you create uh, different infrastructure, to allow you to scale because in the beginning everybody's kind of doing everything you know when teams are still pretty small 10 people uh, even less sometimes and communication flows easy you know everybody is always on the same page because they're just um, a very small team but once you start adding many people to the organization and many layers between the C level and the and the frontline employees and what happens is that communication starts breaking information doesn't flow some people are not understanding different things or are not in the loop about certain decisions or certain um, direction that the company is taking so i think it's really important to think about structuring that foundation in terms of uh, the process and in terms of meetings how many times do we meet how do we communicate the vision that's another uh, tip uh, that i always that i've actually most recently um, talked to a lot of my clients about, uh, because I'm getting feedback from uh, some some employees and some some of the companies that I'm working with. It's so important to communicate the vision and a lot of CEOs just forget about it, right? They're so busy, you know, you're starting to build and there's so many things happening. And then you know the vision, your team, you know, the leadership team knows the vision. You communicate it, you, you discuss it all the time. But then, what starts happening is that you don't circulate it down to to everyone else in the company. So I always say the biggest tip for for me when I when I think about what what I like to advise, if there's one thing um, that I should say to a CEO, is just think about communicating the vision as much as you can. Whether that be on the old hands, right, Um, or every three months, you know, quarterly, just get the whole company together and talk about what is the direction because people do appreciate not only just being on the same page being in the loop with decisions and and the direction but i think the most important thing is motivation everybody wants to be a part of a company that has a bright future and they want to see where they're going so yeah i would say i would say that's important
0: i'm so curious who you pick for the strategy award after one word from our sponsors Uh,
1: Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one in one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.
0: So you can pick only one person when everybody's zigging, this person is zagging. Who
1: is it? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I thought about this and I think I want to pick um, someone that I used to work with and someone that I respect and And just someone that has done amazing work in the world, Uh, his name is Jeff Bonaldi. So he um, is an inspiration because he moved from being in banking a long, um, long time um, in Citibank. And so what he did was he actually really did follow his passion and he moved from from that industry and started his own business and started a wonderful uh, traveling agency. That focuses on impact, and they're doing amazing expeditions. They're working with amazing people, uh, bringing bringing everybody together and and bringing people to all different parts of the world to learn about sustainability, climate change, and how to give back to community. So I'm super inspired. The company is called The Explorers Passage, and his name is Jeff Bonaldi. And he recently um, wow, well, shouldn't say recently, but he's been he's been getting more excited himself about mentoring entrepreneurs and helping people just really chase that passion and 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 create a business that really aligns with who they are and the work that they want to bring to the world so i definitely that his name comes to mind and i definitely uh, would recommend him to to join the show next time
0: cool what did you recently change your mind about
1: you know, I've changed my, my mind about Miami. <laughs> so I don't live in Miami. I uh, was living in New York pre-pandemic and most recently in California, Silicon Valley. I moved in the beginning of 2020. And so because of all the lockdowns and because of everything that's happening and has been happening in the whole world, I decided to spend some time in Miami because it's beautiful, it's sunny, it's Um, life is still going here so it just feels it feels good to be here and miami has always been this party city in my mind and i'm actually changing my mind about it so much i'm connecting to amazing communities here the mayor is um Putting a great effort to actually build the tech ecosystem in the city, uh, bringing a lot, talking about it um, a lot, bringing different people from different ecosystems around the U.S. and not only to just really start building that ecosystem here in the city, which is really exciting because Miami, I think, is it's a very diverse and and very cultured and just beautiful place. So I think um, if we if we start having more startups here and more capital and more opportunities for people to build businesses here this place could become just the next big place Um, for not only startups but for everybody that wants a great lifestyle so i've been i've been really changing my mind about this place and i'm loving it
0: (laughs) beautiful yeah three books that shaped you most
1: three books there's so many okay so i would Probably start with something that I read last year uh, called the 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership. I don't know if you've heard about this one, uh, but it's by Jim Detmer and Diana Chapman, and they um, they started the Conscious Group. And what they talk about is um, 15 commitments to becoming a conscious leader. So it's they're presenting a really beautiful and different paradigm for leadership that really. Uh, revolves around four different ways of being in the world. So we're 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 going more from what you're doing to who you're being, really, and how are you showing up in the world, and what is the attitude you're bringing, and the mindset you're bringing to the world, and how are you creating a win-win situation versus um, versus, for example, competition. And so I think the book is um, wonderful. Definitely changed. Um, well, I wouldn't say it changed my life uh, because these concepts are concepts that I've studied in in through my coaching um, and through my work as well, but they've just put it together in such a concise and, and beautiful way. And with 15 commitments, uh, make, they make it really easy to pick what to work on and to kind of develop that one commitment, let's say, for the next three months and the next quarter you pick something else. So it's a good framework that they're offering. Uh, More books. Okay, let me think. Um, I've loved uh, most recently, I've also read multipliers. And I've loved the idea of figuring out how to build and multiply talent. So instead of getting resources and, and throwing resources and money at the problem, sometimes startups don't have that, right? Sometimes startups have very limited resources. So how can we figure out a way to enhance and to multiply the talent and and the wisdom and the knowledge that we already have in the organization? So that's a great book to to pick up if you're a founder. And let me see. And just to go back to your Buddhist comment in the beginning, I would always recommend anything by Pema Chodron. Uh, mm-hmm. She, one of her, I mean, all of her books are amazing. But most recently, I've I keep rereading things. But uh, there's a beautiful book called When Things Fall Apart, um, and I recommend all of her books because she offers um, a Buddhist perspective to resilience and to building inner strength and to dealing with uncertainty and dealing with changes in the world and this last year was i think a great example of what can happen without even expecting and and knowing and understanding the tools to help us navigate through these times is extremely important and she is she is amazing she's a wonderful teacher of mine for many years now so of some of her books. These are life-changing too. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And uh, when I am asked, I also I also recommend Pema Children*, And my, my favorite is The Wisdom of No Escape, mm. which is not so much known. It, it's just about one retreat that we, she, she describes very well and what happens when you don't have any other options of... And, uh, and you land with, with the current situation. Yeah. Beautiful, yes. Beautiful. Very <laughs> entrepreneur. And I was checking Multiply?
1: Multipliers.
0: Multipliers. Yes. Multipliers.
1: Yes. How's yeah, great song? book.
0: Yeah, Multipliers by Liz Wiseman.
1: Exactly, so she they give a lot of examples from military. And from the army and how um, great leaders are able to multiply talent, how great leaders are able to understand what you're really good at and multiply that and, and have you uh, help you um, tap into that potential because they see the potential in you and they help you really realize it yourself so that you can you can um, excel. So it's a, it's a beautiful book as well.
0: I just Definitely got your book it. on Amazon because this We're is
1: moving a fast. relevant
0: <laughs> topic for all the founders that are in our community. Yeah. How how do you scale with limited resources? Beautiful. Absolutely. Yes. And so yes, tell us more about your CEO tip. Now we we have this mindset of of scaling we start thinking strategically about hiring. Mm-hmm. And then, what do you what do you see coming next? What are typical um, situations that you have with your uh, clients, and where you coach them through next?
1: Yeah, I think I think, and I always go there because I think people and managing people is probably one of the most difficult things you can do in the company, uh, the most challenging because you're dealing with all these different personalities and all these different skill sets and, and putting these people together, especially nowadays when everybody is distributed, um, just offers another challenge in terms of getting um, everybody to gel creating collaboration within the company, uh, making sure that communication is flowing at all times and people are connecting, but not only just on the work level, because now specifically in in today's day where everyone is working from home, it's just really difficult to have these conversations, to have that opportunity to gel. So I always say, you know it's important to find time to think strategically and and also to create initiatives for your people. Um, to first to be really connected to the company, to the mission, to the values, to what you're doing, to the direction and the vision, right? Where are we going? How are we getting there? It's it's always um, something that has to be top of mind. But then we're all people and and I think communication is, is probably, and, and everybody says that, right? And everybody says, oh yeah, you have to communicate. You have to communicate, but it's just difficult to, to execute on these different communication strategies and even think about like, what am I supposed to say? How am I, how do I know what my people want? How do I know if my company is engaged? How do I know what they need? What information they need to know from different business areas, for example, like, are we transparent on our numbers? Are we, so what do they need? So I think communication, but the feedback loop with just getting that information from them and that would inform what, to communicate to them as well so i think just to kind of summarize here because i think i'm going on tangents with <laughs> with some of the things that i that i get as an idea right now to to share but i think it's really really important to get a sense of what's happening in the company so a little pulse check a little understanding of what everybody needs and and how to meet these needs is important and you can do these things with uh, different surveys, if, if you have an HR department, if you have um, a people ops person that could could actually create these initiatives, um, it will be very very helpful. Especially now when everybody's home and you don't get to talk to them in the office. So how do you how do you get that understanding of where everybody is um, at any time? So
0: and and it is okay when it's not working because it will you yeah. will people you will you will have hard times finding the right people you will then find them you will lose them uh mm-hmm. they will lose you you will use le- them you will have bad fits etc my my first years and uh, i i remember every single people decision every single person coming going as something that is deeply touching and uh, mm-hmm. can, can can really um uh, really slow you down or or touch you so deeply that you even question the vision in in that weeks and months where it's harder and but it's okay and it will pass. So I think this is this is important and it touches both your your vision piece and but also your your Buddhist book because first it's not about you it's about the big idea and how the idea multiplies. Hmm come and go but the idea will unfold if it's a needed idea if it's a relevant idea the idea will grow and unfold and people will be pulled in and out by the idea people are second place first place is the idea and why it's needed and um, so it's it's not so much you if you struggle finding people maybe it's it's not even about you and uh, and the second part is also um, letting go because Again, when something is bigger than you, it's it's the idea that's attracting people and uh, and also um, uh, there there will be some pool uh, dynamics, and you are part of this pool dynamics. but maybe you will um, will have to let go of the idea or you will have to let go of people uh, on 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 the way. the The full journey is much longer than that and uh, st- stuff happens all the time and so if you right now you are feeling that it's hard i i it's okay i feel you these, <laughs> these months are there there are months where sales is bad there are months where you don't find the people yes that's entrepreneurship but it's yeah. it's a small thing in a long journey
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely the idea is and what you're building, um, the value that you're adding to the world is is the driving force for sure. And, yeah, the piece of communicating that vision and getting somebody behind a strong leader is also important because you can have a great idea, but if you don't have a great team to execute it, that's also an issue. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And w- one thing that was really relevant for us was to write down processes at the very beginning as if we were a scaled company already. So whatever Mm -hmm. we do, the marketing processes, operations, sales processes, we wrote them down as if we were a BMW after 50 50 years uh, because that's exactly what happens. Otherwise, you have everybody doing everything and people coming in and people going out and then you have you have such a stress. So start systemizing things yeah. so that you can onboard people easily, onboard clients easily, and you have a more a standardized calm way of doing that.
1: Absolutely. I think that's very important. And another thing that I that I bring, so I you know in my coaching practice, a lot of coaching is about asking questions, right? And and inquiry. And so a good question that I that I ask a lot of my clients is, you know, if fast forward three years from now, the company failed, what happened? Mm-hmm. And so it's a really good perspective to start thinking maybe where are the blind spots, what are some gaps, like what are my, you know, weak spots that I need to start strengthening right now? And what might what might, you know, take us down? <laughs> So so it's something to think about on your strategic meetings with your leadership team, something to think about on your um, you know walks that you're you're doing your big thinking um, just to think, you know what could go wrong here three years three years from now if we actually failed. what happened?
0: Yeah, and also um, linking back to your comment about that, Uh, from the beginning that if it fails, what else is it that you are? Not just that you do, doing Mm -hmm. a thing, Mm -hmm. what else is it that that makes you you? Because businesses can go very well, can go very bad, and most of them do not go well and not very long. So (laughs) do, do not completely identify yourself and your mood, your happiness, with your business. Because you will have weeks when it goes super well and then you're super high and then you, what do you do in the other weeks? So don't let it drag you down. Um, make sure you identify with more roles and more things yeah. in your community, family, friends, jobs, supports, whatever whatever you can have. Nature, uh, Miami, whatever, whatever there is. <laughs>
1: identify with Miami. <laughs> No you're abs- I think you're absolutely right. It's if you know who you are and if you know what you bring to the table if that business fails you start a new one and then you learn from the mistakes that you've you've made in the previous one and then now you have better execution, you have better ideas and then you have better chance to succeed. So it's so it's so you and the people um that you're surrounding yourself with and I think that's what's driving success or failure, right?
0: Absolutely. Vanya, where can people stick around and uh, read and, and watch more about your journey?
1: Yeah, thank you for that question. So if you want to connect with me, I would say LinkedIn is probably the best place um, to to connect. Um, you can just find me by my name, Vanya Lazarova, or my tag also on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, it's all at Live Authentic. And my website there's um, the website's pretty static. it's information about my work, some testimonials, uh, but you can also connect read a little bit more about me and I think social media is probably the best place to see activity and what's happening um, so if you want to connect I, I'd love to I, I love connecting with new people, so excited to excited to welcome some new faces.
0: who should be my next guest?
1: <laughs> well um. To go back to the gentleman I, I mentioned earlier, Jeff Bonaldi, I think he I think he would be an amazing guest for you. He'll bring a ton of value to the show. He works with entrepreneurs from you know very early stages, mentors them, and he's built a great business for himself. So I think that would be a great, great addition to the show.
0: Thank you so much, Vanya, for being here. Is there anything I Thanks. forgot to ask you?
1: No, is there anything you forgot to ask me? Of
0: <laughs> Ben, sure. yeah. thank you so much for sharing your journey, thank your, you. your work with us and with our community. And please come back soon.
1: Sure, thanks for having me. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategysprints.com.